Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ah, yes, and you check the clock, and it's 6 o'clock on New Year's Day. And for the first time since August, D.C., we have a chance to talk with each other. What's happening? Pino Sports with you on a Monday night. Yes, here on Overtime. On a Misery Monday, we're with you up until 9 o'clock. And what a, what, a, a, what a turn of events we have seen. A season that started with so much promise. Off to a 2-0 start against, look, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's opponents that... If, you're, if you feel like you're going to have a successful season, you have to beat. But here we are, and, and how full circle we have come. Because all of a sudden, this all started a few years ago. When you have the number two overall pick in the draft, you feel like that player is going to be an impact player. That player was on another team yesterday playing against you in that stadium. And now, all of a sudden, because of your inability to win football games, all of a sudden you're in position to have that number two pick all over again. Ironically enough, this time, however, it's going to be with someone else making that decision. I mean, it's so funny to watch the Ian Rappaport's and everybody report, hey, Washington might be considering a change. No decision has been made yet on making a change. I mean, if you think that they're coming back with this same outfit next year, you're crazy, okay? I mean, obviously, this year has been a very lucky one from a football perspective for me. Uh, I've been working on the Ravens radio network throughout the course of this year. It's enlight- I've had enlightening conversations with people, not only their organization, but others around the league who have come through during the course of the year. And, and everybody is talking about the potential that exists right now with this situation in Washington. The amount of cap space. You're going to have a top draft pick. You're going to have five, likely in the top, you know, 45. Uh, to You're going to have two in the top 45. You're going to have five in the first two days. You're going to have a chance to get massive impact players as you try to help rebuild your football team. Now, just because you have a ton of cap space doesn't mean you go burn it all you got to make sure you burn on the right people. We've seen cap space burned on the wrong people, people who are bad fits. We talk about it all the time. Coaching in players, front office people. In sports, we botch this all the time. You know, we have very few teams that reach elite status in, in all of sports, in all the different levels. We're watching the elite right now with Michigan and Alabama going at it. Apologies to Florida State. Love Mike Norvell. You don't look like those two teams, even with uh, Tate Rodemaker and all your guys hanging in there. You wouldn't have looked like these two clubs right now. Nor should you have been 
alienated 63-3 by Georgia the other night. But that's where we are in terms of college football. Coming up, 8 o'clock, Joe Miller, co-host of the It's College Football podcast with me and the greatest college football analyst in America on the Navy Radio Network with me uh, will join us. We're going to break down the quarterbacks because with Washington now ascending through losing, they are ascending up that list. They're going to be right now at number two. And you're clearly in the middle of the quarterback sweepstakes. We've seen some interesting things coming out of Southern California this past week involving the Trojans as it pertains to the man that played quarterback for them most of the season. We'll talk about some of those things and some of the parting shots that apparently some of the Trojans felt like they needed to take on number 13, D.C.'s own Caleb Williams. We'll talk about that and how he navigates the interview process leading up to and through the combine. And, you know, even obviously he's a guy that can go have his own workout. He doesn't have to work out necessarily at the combine. But he's going to have to nail the interview process with those teams in the upper half uh, of the draft. I I fully believe that that's going to have to be the case. Talking to a couple of personnel people around the league, you know, we all hear the same things, okay? Uh, Whether, you know, that's why you sit down and you talk with the young man because you want to get the reality. You want to get the truth, and you want to get the truth about the people around him and how he views them, how he views their influence around him, because there are some – that, you know, feel that some of that is the distraction. And if a guy like Caleb Williams, similar to Chase Young, playing in your hometown, can be a huge distraction. I know an NBA player that you know, has openly talked about that. I mean, the amount of stuff that a D.C. player would have to put up with in basketball around here with all the distractions of all the people, you know, climbing at you for tickets and all that other stuff, you know, that becomes – that becomes part of the distraction when you are a local star and all of a sudden you end up playing pro in your local town. Because that's definitely on the table right now for Caleb Williams, potentially in the Washington, whatever they're going to call him, somewhere down the road. Commanders is the current name. But also what will impact them is what Chicago will do up top. You know, they're going to play poker for a little while. Are they going to stick with fields? Are they going to go in a different direction? Are they going to accept a ransom package from someone to move up to number one because they may want to draft Caleb Williams? Because when we talk about when we talk about actual skill sets of players, the skill set that Caleb Williams possesses is elite. That is no debate. There is absolutely no debate. The skill set that Caleb Williams possesses is elite level. He'll be able to come into the National Football League with a full toolbox ready to do the work. The question ultimately is the intangible stuff. Will the intangible stuff trip him up or will he crush that? And if he does, you've got a star on your hands potentially at that position because the physical the physical tools are not a question. Same thing with Drake May. And I do believe Jaden Daniels belongs in the discussion. And we'll get into that with Joe Miller coming up at around 8 o'clock. As for what happened yesterday, all the chaos this week surrounding the quarterback position, who was going to play. Then all of a sudden, you know, Jacoby Brissett, who looks marvelous and could have saved multiple teams' uh, seasons, New York Jets. Can you imagine Jacoby Brissett playing with the New York Jets uh, when they lost Aaron Rodgers? You know, why, why Ron Rivera felt the need 
And, and granted, even if somebody's going to give you a fifth or a sixth round pick for a guy that, you, that you're, is not your future starting quarterback, and and you turn down the opportunity maybe to get that, that that certainly merits discussion. But as for yesterday, it's been more of the same, unfortunately, for Sam Howell here. And you hate to see this kind of go down this road. When players execute at a high level, coaches sometimes don't necessarily get the credit that they deserve. It's because the player is great and the player carries the coach, i.e., the all of the narratives surrounding Bill Belichick and New England with New England struggling now when they don't have someone of the caliber at Tom Brady at quarterback. Why? Because the results, it's a results-oriented business. Every coach will tell you it's a results-oriented business. It's about winning. It's about losing. When Tom Brady was there, they won a lot. When he hasn't been there, they haven't won a lot. Outside of the one year with Matt Castle when they went 11-5 and and missed the playoffs because the AFC was absolutely loaded. However, the, the, the amount of... The amount of blame all of a sudden, the blame pie that is being sent toward Eric Bieniemy because players who at one point this year and at times have looked good in that execution, all of a sudden things have kind of you know gone by the wayside. Is it Eric Bieniemy's fault that Sam Howell is late getting the ball out to receivers who are open? Is that Eric Bieniemy's fault? Is that Ron Rivera's fault? No, it's not. That is player execution at that point. And when you look of late as it pertains to Sam Howe, Sam's biggest issue right now is just getting the freaking ball out and get the ball out on time. Get the ball out to the player when they are open, when they make that cut, when they're in the process of making the cut, making those throws with elite timing. Some of the things that we've seen him do in the past and – That's the thing right now that early in the season Sam was doing, but that's eluding him right now. And is that that mental fatigue? Is it physical fatigue? Is it a combination of both? Is it a combination of what Eric Biennemi is asking him to do? There was no problem doing this early in the season, but as defenses start to ratchet things up, you play better people, you play better defenses, All of a sudden now, it's upon you, the quarterback. It's about you going out. Look, if there's a problem, every quarterback has the opportunity. If there's a play you don't think works, you tell the offensive coordinator, don't call that play anymore. And Eric Biennemi's not going to call a play that he doesn't think the offensive unit can execute. But when you look at the total package of what's happened with this team, the lack of ability to protect the quarterback, that has now put Sam Howell in a position where – He's not getting the ball out on time. There's hesitation. And in this league, if you hesitate in the least and you don't make that throw on time, it's a turnover, it's a deflection, and it's it's an incomplete pass at minimum unless unless your receiver makes some sort of incredible grab. And when you view the tape on Sam Howell, going back, obviously, and and being able to watch, the beauty of watching the, the Commanders games this year for me is 90% of them have been on tape because I'm having to go back and watch them after working the Ravens game that particular Sunday. So I can slow the tape down. I can rewind. I can go back, and I can look at things. And some of these things with Sam right now strictly come down to timing and that hesitation, that split second of you can see I I want to throw it, but I don't throw it. 
Terry McLaurin makes a cut on a slant or a, a sluggo route or a branch route, and, and it's there, and, and that, that brief moment of hesitation, now you've allowed a safety to come back into the play and, and disrupt the play and disrupt the route. Even though Terry's beaten the corner on, in, in certain matchups and has won his matchup, and we've talked an awful lot about how those wide receivers are not getting separation and they're not winning. Well, how do we know, and when you go back and you watch some of the All-22, you see guys winning, but what happens is if that quarterback can't see, if he hesitates in the least and doesn't make that throw in the split second that you have it, that's what this game is all about. The elite quarterbacks and the better-than-average quarterbacks, and I've been watching one most of the year who's likely going to win the MVP award. He was brilliant yesterday. Those quarterbacks get the ball out when it's supposed to. They get it to who it's supposed to go to. And more importantly, they get it out on time. And they give that receiver. When that receiver wins that split second in the route, you have to get it to him. And that's the difference between good quarterback play and incredibly average quarterback play. Because early in the season, Sam's leading all these categories. And there's a reason why the enemy's throwing the ball all over the lot because his quarterback is showing him, hey, I can do this. I can make this happen. You know, you're having success going up and down the field, and then all of a sudden defenses have enough film on you in this first season, and things come to a screeching halt. Now, without being inside the organization, without being in that room with the quarterback coach, with the offensive coordinator, watching the film with them to see where plays are breaking down, you know, we're only left to speculate with what we see out on the field. But there are some things right now that are clear. And the biggest one to me is Sam Howell not get the ball out on time. And when you don't do that, you allow defensive backs back into a play. You allow help to come into the play. And when you do that, bad things usually happen. You don't convert. Right now, you don't have, you don't have much of a consistent running game. You had Brian Robinson finally back. You know, Rodriguez told you, I told you when they brought him in from Kentucky, the young man is a, a terrific runner, terrific hard-nosed runner. He carried the University of Kentucky offensively. The only reason Will Levis is in the National Football League is because of what Chris Rodriguez was doing for them on the ground at Kentucky. And, and after the first game, look what happened to Will Levis. Will Levis looks like a very average quarterback. We told you this back in April when that topic came up. Everybody went goo-goo-gaga for the way Will Levis looks off, coming off the bus and when he looked in his first game, you know. And since then, he's been very average for the Titans, very average. But it's his first year, so you got to give him time. you got to give him time. Sam Howell is a guy that needs more time. Unfortunately for him, it's likely going to come with a completely different philosophy. And more importantly, it may come with more competition at that job. But he's a fifth-round pick. So you don't have you – don't, you don't get any of that incumbency, okay? You don't get that incumbent advantage when a new coach comes in, a new general manager comes in, a new philosophy comes in. I mean, Mr. Shen is, is watching all of this right now. He's taking notes on everything. He's taking notes, and he's – He's already contemplating behind the scenes with the Harris group, potential candidates, people that are out there. There's quality. You know, Shen has worked, obviously, 
uh, at, at the Baltimore organization. Mike McDonald's a hot name because of what he's doing with the defense. But let's remember, Mike McDonald is doing that because he has an absolute monster middle linebacker in Roquan Smith right now. Washington doesn't have that. Now, Patrick Queen's a free agent. You could try to acquire him in free agency with that cash you have. If you bring in a guy like McDonald, try to build around him in the middle of your defense. Certainly possible. But as Mike has become a great candidate, he needs to have the people in which to do it with when he comes over here. Now, right now, you take a look at his defensive lineman. There's no question that John Allen, Deron Payne, are equally as good if as Justin Matabike and the guys with the Ravens right now that McDonald is coaching. So he would inherit elite defensive linemen. You could go out in free agency and bring in, and, and you'd have to overpay for Queen to try and get him away from them. But, you know, still, if you go that route, you know, if they try to bring in a Mike McDonald, you can go that way. Then everybody wants, you know, Ben Johnson with, 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 with Detroit. Now, his coach put him in a tough spot in Dallas the other night with all those two-point plays, very creative on one. They faked out Brad Allen, the referee, and they outsmarted themselves. Sometimes this game needs to be simple. And the Lions really complicated it the other night. They really complicated it the other night. Yeah, Brad Allen messed up. Brad's, Brad was a great college referee for years. Brad's been a very good R. Remember, the referee does not call every penalty on the field. Their crew does. But Brad was culpable in that the other night, and, and, and we saw things blow up on Detroit. But we've also got a Detroit team that's won their first division championship since 1993. So, of course, if you can't get their head coach, you're going to look at their coordinators. you got two of them there that, that are worth uh, taking a look at. I mean, Aaron Glenn defensively has done a tremendous job. Johnson's been obviously very good working with what people think is a mediocre quarterback in Jared Goff. So, as you try to put this thing together for Sam Howell or Caleb Williams or Drake May, whoever it's going to be coming up, in the 2024 season. The biggest thing you've got to find is a philosophy that you trust, and it's starting over again, whether it's Hal or somebody else. So all of this that we've watched this year perhaps goes for naught. The results are get you, you earn the results that you get. And these results have been tough to watch for a reasonably solid portion of the season because after winning the first two games – it's been only two wins since, and the only thing that helps them this week is the fact that there could be a massive snowstorm coming through here on Sunday. Oh, yeah, 425 Sunday. Mother Nature may have a lot to say about that game coming up, even though Dallas is playing for a division championship. We'll talk about it with you tonight. Let's talk about it now. 1-800-636-1067. Certainly we can talk about the game yesterday individually. There's no doubt about that. We can talk about that. San Francisco refocused after getting beaten uh, by the Ravens uh, last week. And look, their quarterback is a seventh-round guy, but their head coach is a stinking genius when it comes to scheming things up to get their best players the ball. And that's what it's all about offensively. You have to do whatever you can to get your elite people the ball. The best coaches do that each and every week. You want to know why Joe Flacco has won games with the Browns? Because they have done a great job. Stefanski's done a great job of scheming up them getting the football to David Njoku, who's one of the top tight ends in the league, Amari Cooper, who has been brilliant so far this year. And even with the loss 
of Nick Chubb, they have been able to rebound and win 11 games, and they are locked in as the five seed right now. And they've won 11 games with journeyman Joe Flacco taking over during the course of the season at the quarterback spot. Explain that one. Explain that one. It can happen in the blink of an eye in the NFL if you get the right people philosophically and the right people that know what they're doing on the sidelines during the course of a game. 1-800-636-1067. Great to be back with you for the first time since August. Let's talk about it here on the first day of 2024 right here on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 1-800-636-1067. That's how you get to us here tonight between now and 9 o'clock. When you call in, say hi to Chris. He's doing all the hard work, working on this New Year's Day as well. Michigan out to a 13-7 lead on Alabama as they play in the second quarter of the Rose Bowl. And how great. And I know my guy, Chris in Hyattsville, believes the same thing. How great does it look to see a college football game of the Rose Bowl? Look, it has been miserable on the West Coast. It has been rain and tidal waves galore up and down the Pacific Ocean there on the West Coast. And when the Rose Bowl shows up, all of a sudden – the guys just part everything and say, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day here in Pasadena, as Doc Walker can attest to, who preceded me here. Many a great day on that field for former number seven for the UCLA Bruins and, of course, number 88 for your Washington Redskins. 1-800-636-1067. Why is Sam Howe and why is he all of a sudden, you know, just crashed and burned here as the quarterback uh, of this team. And what's interesting, when you when you start diving into a lot of the different uh, information on Sam Howe, 
you know, we the one, the only, I mean, look, if he's six foot three, Sam Howell's a second day pick, without question. I think there are a lot of people that had certainly concerns about uh, the, the height because you've got a lot of personnel evaluators um, who, you know, there's a strict code. I've got to have a quarterback that looks like this, throws like this, does this. Because the arm is certainly not an issue for Sam Howell. He can make every throw that you need out there. Ironically, the best throws that he has made and some of the best conversions he's had is when you look at second and third down scramble information, this club has converted like you wouldn't believe. There's like seven plays on third down between third and three and third and seven. Seven plays. They've converted first downs on all of them. And and it's partly because Hal is good at extending plays. He can get out of the pocket. Perhaps the vision is better when he gets out of the pocket in a situation like that. Has a much clearer look down the field at the target uh, in which he's throwing to in situations like that. Now, is that because he's, you know, 5'11 and 7'8, 6 foot, whatever it's going to be at the quarterback spot? Yeah, perhaps. I mean, if you can see, I don't care what you say. If you can see better, you got a better chance to make a throw. But it's it's wild to see that the numbers in those situations are what they are in terms of conversions. Third and one conversions for this team. 25 times they've been in that. 16 they've run and nine they've passed in that situation. When they've passed on third down and one, they've only completed, they've only converted three times in those nine tries. Now, the 16, ironically enough, they're 11 for 16 when they run it. So is that something that, you know, A, the offensive line, which has not been its best by any stretch of the imagination in terms of execution outside of Sam Cosme, who told you when Sam Cosme, the day he got drafted, Sam Cosme's eventually going to end up inside. That's where he's at. That's where he's playing great football right now for this offensive line. I mean, it, it was it was so obvious to almost every talent evaluator you talked to that Sam was going to be a mauler inside, and he's done that. That's a, that's that's one of the moves that this coaching staff has has made. That's that's been an A plus move. They've developed a player at that position. He's been terrific. Now the rest of it, the guy they put next to him this year, look. I mean, it's not a lack of effort from Andrew Wiley. I mean, the guy's play. I mean, he's trying. It's not a lack of effort. He's just not very good. Not very good. Not good matchups against the people he's gone up against this year. I mean, how many times How many times you see him in technique? He's like reaching out like, oh, I got to reach out for it. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible technique. Terrible technique. Terrible talent. I mean, there's a lot that goes in. There's a lot that goes into that. And, you know, obviously I'm sure, you know, Eric Bieniemy probably signed off on it. But that's a case of the previous quarterback covers up a lot of ills in Kansas City. I mean, Patrick Mahomes and his mobility and his ability to get out of the pocket, he saves guys potential sacks and potential stats in in situations like that. So if if you don't have that guy, that kind of quarterback, then... When, when Wiley's got to stand up a little bit longer and block good edge rushers, some teams come in here with multiple guys. Some guys come in here with one, and, and your left tackle sometimes can, can take care of that. But 
that's another thing that Sam Howell has had to deal with. He knows more often than not there's a dude coming from his right. That becomes a distraction for him. That becomes a distraction because you're you're anticipating pressure, and a lot of times we see with quarterbacks like that anticipate false pressure, and that causes you a problem. That causes you again to not get the ball out on time because all of a sudden you're 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 looking to your right. Like, is, is there somebody coming? Is there somebody coming around the edge? You know, from Wiley in a situation like that, and and that's that's another thing that he is dealing with right now. And you look at all of the different scramble numbers. This dude has had to scramble a ton. He's had to scramble a ton for this football team offensively right now. And when you're scrambling, the play it becomes it, – the, first of all, the play is blown up at that point. Okay, Now you're just simply trying to create something. You're at the mercy of whether your receivers come back to you and can find a little bit of, of a flow in that situation. And if they don't, if they don't, where are you going with the ball? You're either going to try and force it, which he's tried to do. What happens? Ball gets intercepted, gets deflected. You end up punting. But it's the, the play as it's designed is, is all of a sudden no good. It's no good at that point anymore. So when you go to look at all the different things that have you know, led to the sudden demise, quote, so to speak, of Sam Howe, it's, it's, it's not only him – but it's, it's, it's the offensive line as a whole. It's the offense as a whole. Inconsistency and lack of commitment to a, a run game in any way. I mean, look, look, look let's, let's face it, this team. This team has had no commitment to a run game. None. Even when Brian Robinson was healthy. No commitment to a, a, a run game for the most part at, at any time. But guess what? Everybody wanted that Andy Reid offense. So you get it with Eric Bieniemy. Now you're going to criticize Eric because he doesn't commit to the run. Well, they didn't do that in Kansas City. They didn't do that there. That's not what they did. You wanted that offense. You got that offense, and now you're you're you're, you're critical of it because it's not doing what you wanted it to do. But it's the offense that everybody in every city that's not having success all of a sudden wanted. So you. You, you can't have it both ways in any way, shape, or form. But don't, don't get mad at Eric Bieniemy for not running the football because that's not what Eric Bieniemy does, even though he's a running back at Colorado and a damn good one at that. He's a great leader on that Colorado team. If you've ever seen, you know, the documentary about that Colorado team they did on Bill McCartney, Bieniemy and all those guys that played for him came out of California, came out to Colorado when there wasn't a black person within 100 miles of Boulder, Colorado. And those guys went there, sight unseen in some cases, to play for this guy, this white guy that rolled into Compton without fear and said, hey, I want to give you an opportunity. Well, that's what Eric Bieniemy and those guys did in Colorado. I don't doubt Eric Bieniemy's ability to lead. I mean, we can sit there and discuss the merits of whether he can be a head coach or not. How do we know? He's never had an opportunity. I mean, he's, he's, he's running a lot of the same stuff that has been successful with good talent in Kansas City. Now, the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Sam Howell, if you want to kill the enemy for the way this thing has gone this year, 
you know, the difference between doing this with, with, with Mahomes and doing it with Sam Howe, that's not even a fair fight. So, to me, this year, in terms of evaluating Eric Bieniemy, that's incomplete because he's not working with the same deck that he worked with in Kansas City with Andy Reid. I think, I think anyone that looks at that with an open mind and looks at it correctly would have to rule it incomplete. There's been some that you liked, and then there's been some that you don't. Now, the key to being a good coach is Joe Jackson Gibbs, Doc Walker can attest to this. Joe Theismann has told this story several times. You know, Joe brought that Air Coriel stuff here. They went 0-5. Terry Metcalf's getting turned upside down against the San Francisco 49ers. The team's 0-5. So Joe and Joe have a come-to-Jesus meeting, and they change things. Joe Gibbs decided to, to, to commit a little bit more to the run game. History was made as a result of that ability to be, to evolve and, and say, you know what, what I would like to do isn't working here. I have to do something else. Gibbs wanted to do the Air Coriel stuff. And for all, and, and I know Don's, you know, finally, uh, you know, been honored and, you know, been a Hall of Fame finalist with the, the Veterans Committee and stuff like that. But the, even those, those good Cardinals teams, those good Chargers teams, could never get to the final destination. Because at some point, at some point, if you didn't have the other side of the ball to complement it, and many times Don Coryell did not have the defense to complement the great offensive skill people that he had. He coached some unbelievable people offensively. But Joe Gibbs' ability to adapt and evolve to what he had is what allowed him to eventually win multiple world championships. And right now, perhaps that's the biggest criticism of Eric Bieniemy. maybe this year, is not evolving to help protect what is essentially a first-year quarterback and not running the ball a little bit more. And there's no guarantee. Don't, again, don't get me wrong. No guarantee that even if you commit to do that with that offensive line that you were going to get a stupendous running game in any way, shape, or form. But you certainly have people that can run the football, pure runners in Robinson and Rodriguez, and the man they continue to try and make a running back, who I still believe would be an outstanding wide receiver in this league, in Antonio Gibson. It's probably where he should have been left. So, but that's maybe the one biggest criticism you could have of Eric this year is that perhaps they needed to evolve to protect the quarterback because the offensive line could not protect him in all passing situations. And maybe, just maybe, you needed to evolve that offense a little bit more and at least try to run the football a little bit more. But they didn't do that. So if you want to make that a criticism of Eric Bieniemy, by all means, you can do that. Thoughts on the way that has transpired? 1-800-636-1067. Pino Sports with you live until 9 o'clock right here on 106.7 The Fan, simulcasting for the next 20 minutes on the Team 980. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Coming up at 8 o'clock, going to talk with Joe Miller. We're going to recap game one going on right now. It's at halftime, Alabama and Michigan. Probably not going to be done by then. This game's going a long time. Holy cow, it was a long first half. Michigan leading at 13-10 as the teams have reached the break there. Game two, I think it's going to be a hell of a game with Washington and Texas. Quinn Ewers probably coming back for another season at Texas. Michael Penix, though, a guy that's likely going to go bottom of the first round and early second round out of Washington. Young man, problem for Michael Penix is going to be the medicals. This is a guy that has overcome multiple, and I mean multiple, knee injuries, shoulder injury. So the medicals are going to be critical on Michael Penix and what they look like. And that that is going to be the difference between him maybe going late first and early second, maybe even late second round with some people. The medicals might scare them away because that dude has had a lot of surgeries during his college career. A lot of it was at Indiana before he uh, eventually ended up at Washington. And what a job by Kalen DeBoer. Uh, If I'm an NFL team, I would have to interview Kalen DeBoer uh, because of what he's done everywhere he's been. He doesn't lose football games. Go look at his record. He's only lost a couple of games, period, in his career. The turnaround at Washington and what he's done with that team has been unbelievable. And offensively, he has been a juggernaut. Um, his offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb, is terrific. Um, so if I'm, a, if, I'm a, if I'm a team that's trying to be innovative offensively, you know, I, I at least call Kalen DeBoer and I have a conversation with him. I bring him into my building and I say, hey, man, how, does it, how do you get this offense, no matter where you've been, to look like this um, and, and have that conversation? Chris and I were talking during a break about, you know, Eric Bieniemy, and you know, would a guy like him and Mike Tomlin get, you know, work together in Pittsburgh? And 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 quite frankly, the Steelers, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, those guys need some tough love right now. Mike has been a guy that has not necessarily, not necessarily outwardly done that with players in the past. He's allowed his wide receiver room to be incredibly diva-ish through the years. Obviously, Antonio Brown at the top of that list. But if Eric Bieniemy's not back here in Washington, I could definitely see that phone call happening from Mike Tomlin maybe saying, hey, EB, what do you think? Let's, let, let's go. And how about the soap opera that's developing there right now? Apparently Kenny Pickett, uh, this week listed as questionable, did not want to back up Mason Rudolph this week. Now, again, there's a distraction of a guy playing in his hometown. He's got all the family and everybody there. And this season has not gone the way that he has wanted it. He has battled poor performance. He's battled injury. Now the third string guy's in there winning games for them. They still need some help this week. They play the Ravens this week on Saturday. They need a Buffalo loss. And I believe it's a and or Jacksonville loss 
in addition to a win over Baltimore. Now, Baltimore probably not likely to play its starters very long, if at all, coming up this week in that game. And with the likelihood of some precipitation, if there's precipitation at all, there's not a chance in Hades I'm letting Lamar Jackson on the field uh, this week to play a game against a team that's got everything to play for. Last thing I need is T.J. Watt getting free or Highsmith getting free and coming in there and blasting Lamar Jackson in a meaningless game. Look at what happened for the Dolphins yesterday. Dolphins got clubbed, obviously. They had rhythm early, but the thing that the the MO and Dallas did the same thing. If you can get Miami out of its rhythm, then you can really disrupt what they're doing. And because Miami, if everybody talks about Mike McDaniel's innovation and all this other stuff, and he's great at scheming up getting the ball to his speed guys. But when you look at what Miami does, what Miami does is not complex. It's not a lot of plays. It's the same stuff. They run the same stuff all the time. Shallow cross to Tyreek Hill, let him run after the catch. Get the ball to Tyreek Hill out in the flat, let him run after the catch. Get the ball to Devin Achan out in the flat, let him run because he runs away from people. And it's, it's not really complex what Mike McDaniel does. He's just got incredible speed out there. And you don't think Kansas City misses Tyreek Hill's uh, speed and playmaking and the ability to go 65 in the blink of an eye? You don't think they miss that? You can go watch that Kansas City operation right now. Doesn't look the same, does it? Mm-mm. Does not look the same. And with Pacheco having been banged up, you know, he's been battling a lot of concussion stuff, so you don't want to you don't want to run him between the tackles and get him blasted because you need him for the playoffs coming up. They were able to finally get away from Cincinnati yesterday, who got eliminated with Browning playing quarterback, and, and he's been okay. But you know, so much of what we're watching around the league right now is mediocrity at the quarterback spot. Anybody, anybody watch Jaron Hall? Another BYU failure. Uh, and Nick Mullins, you know, last night for Minnesota, Chris Collinsworth wanted Nick Mullins in the game. They got him. And, and obviously things didn't go very well. Jordan Love's doing all right in Green Bay. A win next week against the Bears, and they go to the playoffs. We've got more. Two more hours remain. 1-800-636-1067. Pete on Sports with you live until 9 o'clock right here on 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 